And we're live. And welcome back to the show, one of our faves, Mr. Doug Nelson. Hello, everyone. Um, this week, we have, oh boy. <laughs> Doug, I remember when he suggested it to us, which was actually just the last time he was on the show, on the bonus episode, yeah. actually. Um, and I uh, I actually said out loud, oh, fuck, man, you're going to make me look this piece of shit up. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it was already official, the, the history homo's official least favorite president. Yeah, I, we, I think on record, yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. sure. Um, Woody Woodrow Stein. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody can touch his uh, title. Yeah, I mean, so Woodrow yeah, no. Woodrow Wilstein um, is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, he would not have liked that. <laughs> I don't know. He had some. So he was a teammate. I will say. <laughs> but uh, regardless, well, the, thing, the thing with him was, it's like uh, it's the eternal great way. To, great way to start into this. Yeah. 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 He he is like a play of like total place like just he just was the guy at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it's funny too cuz I actually just today, I don't know William if you watch this video too, but I saw a like somewhat new YouTube video about a guy who made a uh, made a video called um Woodrow Wilson did nothing wrong. <laughs> oh god. Um, and it was fun. I'd watch it just because I'm like, I gotta see this. And the guy yeah. like made I'm like, I don't agree with it. And I think I don't even think he necessarily agreed with that sentiment, but he was like <laughs> at least making the devil's advocate case. And he made some pretty yeah. good cases, like the fact that a lot of the policies that we all hate Woodrow was so hang on, before we go on, I want to give the shout out. The guy's YouTube name is Monsieur Z Zen. Monsieur Zen, like Monsieur okay. Zen. Um, so Shout check out Anthony Zenhauser. Yes. Excellent YouTube project. <laughs> awesome, yeah. 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 Um, what the hell? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he made some pretty good case, a pretty good case, though, um, in that uh, he said basically all of the things that we hate are a lot of the things that we hate Woodrow Wilson for, like the income tax. Um, yeah. the uh, Federal Reserve um, yeah. and not, not so much the war maybe that was kind of him but uh, the particularly the the income tax like that was already ratified into the Constitution before he took office right so yeah. technically he was just fulfilling what his party he was it was his people by the way the progressives that were right. all about That's, doing yeah, this shit exactly. too yeah, he's yeah. literally just a member of the the pack basically as far as what his views what his views his views were not strange for those guys is what I'm trying to say. No, yeah. no, no. He, did, he was just like, a, well, he was a school administrator, which is the kinda. lowest form of humanity. I want to, yeah. I want to venture out <laughs> and just to say, by the way, nothing more worthless than a fucking teacher. <laughs> yeah, he literally did nothing. He so, was at but, school. Except the teachers who listen to this show, of course. Yeah, yeah. he was at school his <laughs> whole <right>. life. <laughs> Until he he yeah. became institutionalized. That's, that's what I fucking yeah. hate. This this is why yeah, I hate. See, yeah, go ahead. He's Doug. the perfect. He's the template for what you have today. Yeah, a lot of that is just you know had, is completely isolated from real life, and uh, especially if you've been a teacher, what's what's your position is you are the authority. Yeah, in a room of a very captive audience, <laughs> you know, and you have power and all of that, and so they move that into actual power over everybody. Yeah, right, that's yeah. what he said. You're the student. 
you know, and if you're naughty, you go to the principal's office. <laughs> yeah, in, in Woodrow Wilson's case, it's it's almost it's even more perfect than that because it, it, yeah, in the classroom situation, it's a great analogy, really, because in this classroom situation, the teacher is all powerful, right? Yeah, and yet, really, all they're doing is just being kind of third-rate uh, regurgitators of poorly written textbooks it's like yeah, you know yeah. it's they're just they're just spouting stuff that they got kind of semi-convinced yeah of here's another in, thing when they were in college yeah well here's the thing too like and this is like actually a pretty mainstream criticism of woodrow wilson but like like here's the thing with he's a historian too so we have extra license to <laughs> well. criticize him by the way because yeah. we are historians yeah. obviously yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um but uh what's it called so uh, as a historian like you kind of shape history when you write a history of something correct and yeah. to that end like he felt like this another thing that kind of goes through the whole theme of Woodrow Wilson is that he like felt like he had divine providence like he was yeah he was yeah. like Woodrow Wilson <gasps> remember yeah, in fucking yeah, and that's, Twister, that's the way Twister? It was. yeah somebody dropped yeah. You, the finger of God <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah somebody that's, dropped a yeah. fork when they heard Woodrow Wilson <laughs> but what uh, the thing here's the here's the thing that from our perspective Doug I mean Obviously, I don't expect you to listen to all our shows. But yes, the, this is a big part of our mythos. The over, uh, yeah, the yeah. Over, oh, yeah. Over, uh, overarching 100%. mythos of our show is all about the reign of the Rhodes uh, set and how that the the, uh, the our take on it is that Cecil Rhodes's ambitions to create a world empire, even though he referred to it as the British Empire. Most historians say that, well, the British Empire folded so that they, they were unsuccessful. But our take on it is that they were successful and it's still the same empire. It's just now called the American Empire. Yeah. But one of their greatest aims was to bring the United States back into Stated the empire. goals, by the way, all the way back in, 18, in the 1860s. Yes. So the, this... Obviously, this goal of bringing the United States back into the empire wasn't going to happen if it was still going to be called the British Empire. So that, I don't think that even counts as a hiccup. I think that it's just all according to plan. And, you know, the, and the, everybody calls uh, Wilson and those who were on his side the Anglophiles. Uh, yeah. And that's just what they were. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was, he was a placeman selected by... Sir Edward Grey and all these fucking or, and Arthur Milner and all these fucking awful right. Rhodesian Lord, fucking Lord lackeys. fucking fair fucking whatever. Yeah, <laughs> fair kid fucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! All these fucking limey kid fuckers and their evil sort of echelons that they put in place selected this guy to just. As like a reverse takeover. It's, it's like a smaller company could take over a bigger company, isn't mm. it? Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And that's that's what If you got more buku bucks behind it behind you. Dude, you see uh, it, the I mean, why the fuck is uh, why is America upset with Iran? It's because they nationalized British oil company. Yeah. 
<laughs> Amongst other things, of course. Yeah, <laughs> the, another shot. branch of the British Empire. Yeah, Israel. Yeah. <laughs> well, British Petroleum, like our VP, yeah. like our titles are important. Uh, it is basically the power base of the, the last remnant of the British Empire. You know, it's still there. Sure, yeah. very it's still much, there. Uh, very There's still a fucking, there were still BP fucking gas stations in my fucking hometown in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's yeah, there yeah. anymore. I think actually not even bullshitting. They, they, they were there until that fucking oil spill. And then dumb Americans were like, oh, let me not use that. And it's like, it it's still going to be the same fucking so oil, asshole. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, yeah, it's... <laughs> We used to have we used to have petrol stations here called Q8, which oh, was yeah, Kuwait, yeah, yeah. But that was that was something to do with BP as well. Uh, let me just see what it used to. I'll just look, look it up. I can't talk and look. Okay, at well, time, okay, well, fine. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah, BP, uh, of course, all oh, they had a moment of uh, humanity and got embarrassed. So they gave us some money because of the, uh, the, the spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it gave us some crumbs, you know, so but uh, I I'm think not the- allowed to besmirch BP at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, the yeah, the yeah. bigger, the big, uh, the the there you the, go. It was called the Anglo Persian Oil Company in 1908. There right. Okay. Okay. Establishes a subsidiary of Burma Oil to exploit oil discoveries in Iran. Hmm. 1935, it became Anglo Iranian Oil Company. In 1954, adopted the name British Petroleum. In 1959, blah blah blah. blah. Anyway, so yeah, that's it. Yeah. It was well. We gave Iran uh, a couple of billion dollars. Uh, they could just uh, use some money. of that to compensate BP for their loss of uh, equipment and property that they installed. It was their money, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, regardless, as if, as if billions would compensate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's long past that now. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, not that this has anything to do with that, but I'm like, wait a minute. It does kind of all have to do with everything. Because yes. <laughs> this is the yeah. same organization that we're talking about here. The, uh, that, thus, this whole. So, yeah, basically what the, we're, I mean, we're trying to say us, is. Yes. They expect us to believe that they're moving away from fossil fuels. And I know. <laughs> I, I, I know that, like, that this. It's, it's so infuriating when people say, oh, well, yeah, the only reason we're, we're, everything's not solar-powered and wind-powered is because of the oil companies, man. <laughs> As if the oil companies give a fuck whether you're burning oil or... Burning <laughs> They're the ones mills. building the shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the material used to make your precious They get just as much money from... petrochemical products. Uh, I, they, get, uh, they get just as much money for building wind farms yeah. as they do for... Digging up oil, except yeah. they don't have to do anything. They just have to claim your fucking tax dollars and, and uh, own your land. That's all yeah. they have to do. Yeah. Um. But uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, basically, we said all that to say fucking basically Woodrow Wilson is not like a lot of people. Here's the thing. He gets like a bad rap. And this is the point of that video that I was watching is that he gets like a bad rap, but he really was just like a product of his fucking time. And also a product of this is not me simping for him, by the way. I still fuck him. <laughs> um, 
But uh, uh, he's a vile person. Yes, again, he, well, I that. he was in a position to have done something. He didn't. Yeah. He went right along with the plan. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, a few, uh, a few things that I noted. First of all, a few great quotes is that um, uh, fucking uh, show me, tell me what is right, and I will fight for it. Yeah, <laughs> just like- Tony Blair. <laughs> I mean, he's the prototype for Tony Blair. This guy is whatever whatever his position is must be right because he's the good guy. And yeah, he he knows better than we do, and he knows what's good for us. Well, of course, he has divine right. Yeah, and well, he he sees his belief, <laughs> and he he saw like the duty of of people in his position. First of all, I think the reason he was selected by the British elite to to groom as a, as the leader of America, specifically with the purpose of bringing America into the First World War, because they started planning this before Queen Victoria died. So yeah, the, like the whole I, the whole existence of World War One was planned by the British Foreign Office mm. uh, back before. Uh, uh, secret elements in the British Foreign Office were planning it before Queen Victoria died, but they couldn't do anything while she was still alive because she wouldn't have any of this fucking bullshit, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'll sort of divert it. There was like, um, there was something about, I, I talk to my friends about this uh, sometimes of how, although I'm, I'm definitely an anti-imperialist, given that we live in a, like an imperialist world anyway, I would I would have preferred it if I'd have been born a hundred years earlier, and I could have lived in the second half of Queen Victoria's reign, where at least, the you know the the host nation of the empire was Great Britain, and it manifested itself in good jobs for English guys. You know, right. I could have gone and been a fucking railway station manager in Burma or something, and and made a decent career out of it with just getting average grades at school or something like that. Uh, yeah. how to, how to, is, that's the insidious uh, thing. It's like this, that was imperialism. This is something yeah, else. They you, this yeah. is global yeah. homo. This is like yeah, something exactly, much worse. Yeah. This is neoliberalism. Yeah. So now, you, yeah. now that the, now that the host nation is America, uh, it, the exact opposite is happening. People are being brought in from Burma to run your fucking railway station. Wait, wait, wait pause for a second. Pause, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pause for a second. Here's the th- I just thought about this. That's the thing. The the fact of the matter was, yeah, were the intentions, or rather, was were the you know the the you know the if, if we're going to speak in a strictly autistic libertarian sense, what were was imperialism um, a fucking you know, a violation of somebody's rights, perhaps elsewhere in the world. Yes, but it's fiber. It's fucking moral grounding was the angle, like the fucking the, you know, the fucking English tradition of liberalism or something. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is what there was a genuine uh, um, like set of principles behind it, which obviously they didn't stop it from doing unspeakable things. But there was like a, a certain amount of decency behind it and, and an honest intention behind it. Right. As and opposed it, to now, yeah. as opposed to now, where the fucking values are 
kids having sex and changing their fucking genders and fucking and also white people are bad and also the world is going to end because of numbers on a fucking graph yeah that's the values that are being spread as opposed to the idea the classic liberal tradition of the british empire yeah it's I a pretty stark Ukraine, by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah they've got a, a, a you know obviously it's not a democracy unless you've got a Jews running it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who, by the way, I saw a video um, online of him. He fucking the the prime minister. He he fucking did a thing where he him and his comedy troupe played Havana Gila with their penises. They didn't didn't really. I think they were miming it on on stage, like doing. Yeah, it was that was their like talent show kind of thing. It was very very good. So (laughs) yeah, that's like, but on it. As cringe as that is, that could have been a Saturday Night Live sketch. I, if you had told me that was, and I didn't, because they didn't speak another yeah. language in it, I could have. No. You could have been like, "Hey, this is what was on Saturday Night Live this week," and I'd be like, "Yep, yeah. that checks out." <laughs> <laughs> it's like Saturday Night Live has got so bad; it's now like Ukrainian TV. <laughs> Literally, fucking. Remember that bit from uh, from Million Dog Stream Jews Rock. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just Jews rock, do 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 Jews rock, do do do. Yeah, that's pretty much what that fucking segment. Anyway, enough. We're not talking about fucking. Yeah. Bi- I mean, it is all connected, though. I mean, this is, NATO is. is fucking yeah. the Wilsonian fucking ad. Wilson, I say Wilsonian like he came up with it. It's the fucking globo homo fucking motto. Rhodesian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Rhodesian. It's the teammates, dude. Shout out, yeah. Spud. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I. I mean, yeah. You talk about the the, the classic liberalism that. The, oh well, you know that's yeah, like what, Star uh, Trek the, fucking the, grounding. The, the, you know, like right. yeah, yes. the it's like the attitude was, of the was, of Star Trek, the, the Federation, the <laughs> and uh, saving them from their savagery uh, by all of this. But a lot of that is just to soothe whatever is left of one's guilty conscience. It's uh, it's it's like indulgences from the Catholic Church in the old days and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, that's how that smooths it out. Meanwhile. Yeah, we're robbing people blind. Yeah. <laughs> they got we're some good actively shit over trying there. to turn the and entire so world gonna... into a strip mall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty much what, what it was about. Well, well, yeah, we got because... to the top of the heap first, so sucks to be you. But that was what I guess what tainted the, the British imperialist thing, apart from the fact that it was imperialist in the first place. But right. The, 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 it was massively tainted with mercantilism. And so, like, you know, the. The ordinary guy, like a guy like me, yeah, I might have been able to go and raise a, a nice family in Burma and run my little railway station empire or whatever it was, mm. or telegraph office or something, uh, uh, and had a had a decent life and died of malaria at age forty five or something. <laughs> but but that it would have been better than staying at home. Yeah, uh, and I could have grown a big fucking mustache, worn a white suit, and watched cricket and stuff. It would have been great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the the uh, the, the what's the taint of it was you know it's the mercantilism and it's only the like the it's all the kicking the money up the tree isn't it and, and you know like still only there's only the real wealthy class could become really wealthy sure yeah yeah right but there was some pretty good sinecures to be had and there was plenty <laughs> of them about sure <laughs> uh, a simpler time yeah but the, that it's not as if that's gone away one of my favorite incidents in this latest 
international brouhaha is that uh, a few days after the uh, these Russian sanctions were imposed, uh, a, a Russian ship sailed from Rouen loaded with French cars and the French allowed her to depart for St. Petersburg and then uh, impounded her on the high seas like four or five hours later uh, and took her into Boulogne where she's now under arrest loaded with said French cars but the, so why did they let him leave Rouen well it's obvious isn't it the cars have been invoiced now <laughs> it's no good no good having a sitting in Rouen with nothing on board that's true yeah and uh, <laughs> Monsieur Renault doesn't have his uh, doesn't have his claim against the Russian treasury for a, sh- a ship full of fucking shit cars <laughs> yeah talk about mercantilism yeah, that's, yeah it's just like wow <laughs> really they let us sail yeah and this was a couple of days after they weren't supposed to wow sale because that's the point i guarantee you that's the point that the invoice becomes enforceable yeah i also that's funny too because speaking of this whole sanctions thing i read a thread on uh 4chan so yeah i mean take it with a grain of salt or whatever but a guy Mm. who is like yeah i'm serbian and like i remember when we had really bad sanctions and like it actually gave us a lot of economic opportunities for smuggling yeah. Like it actually yeah. helped oh, us yeah. out as poor people. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone knows the black market, it's Russian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're very good at that. Well, so. My mum used to say, because my mum grew up extremely poor, uh, born in 1931. Uh, poor a little out for Mrs. from England. Oh, yeah, uh, she, she, uh, she always used to say that, oh, yeah, when they brought rationing out, we got more food. Yeah, because we couldn't have, we couldn't afford all the food on the ration anyway. Yeah, and so we could sell our ration coupons for stuff that we couldn't afford, like butter, and get ex get ex, buy extra margarine with the with the money we got for the butter coupon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But that all depends on whether the money uh, uh, means anything anymore. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the big thing. We're on a new, we're on a new phase here. I think uh, we're on the whole. Uh, what is it called? Uh, modern monetary theory. I think the yeah. theory is that you know you just kind of play mad scientist yeah. with it all the time, and it'll sort of just float. <laughs> yeah, you just you just make it up. They're yeah. the established authority, and they're God, so they declare this is a value. Yeah, it'll be yeah. worth nothing when we're literally when we're literally dead i mean yeah. that's all it's ever been since legal tender laws but yeah right it, yeah it, but it's they're just like i mean I, I don't see how much longer it could go on um, yeah i know that's why i'm thinking we're at we're on the, their master plan their great reset and all that is not yeah. going to last very long it's going to collapse into ruin and uh you may well, end they, up they, with they, mad max and shit you know? <laughs> i mean for a while anyway yeah, uh, but they're, they're, he, they're banking on this digital currency bullshit, aren't yeah, they? But like, I mean, no, I don't. Know. So because, <laughs> yeah, no, they are. But we we cottoned on not all that long ago, to be fair. But you know, maybe a year ago or something. That oh yeah, the money's all completely fake. The only thing that's real is land, and that's why. Yeah, yeah. Look who suddenly owns all the land. You know, you got these. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, where all the the printed money is going into all these corporations that are using it to go and buy up all the land and the, of course they buy stocks with it so that like these it's kind of um 
I don't know, I guess Anthony Cumia and Kevin Brennan can go, oh, the economy's doing great. Look, the stock market's high. <laughs> but that's just because they're literally printing off trillions of dollars every fucking night and <laughs> giving it to financial yeah. institutions that are using it to buy shares and land. That's why <laughs> land and fucking share prices haven't gone down. That's just so that you can't buy. So even, even though your pay is going up, you still buys less land and less shares than it used to so you can't have a share of anything real all you can have is this stupid it's not even paper money yeah. it's pretend money that means nothing <laughs> that buys you cheap chinese crap yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> get a happy meal that's the deal <laughs> but eventually that's all work that's why they're you know yeah. A lot of protein and bugs. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You won't even do a happy meal. No, sorry. Yeah. Oh, true. God. It's so, it's so upsetting. It's to grim. See. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny, so, too, because, like, this. So Woodrow Wilson, like, really kicked it off, too. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That, of course, he, he was a, you know, a cultist of the progressive church. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt before him was one. Yeah. But uh, but but uh, Woody Willie really got it rolling uh, uh, full steam ahead and strong. And uh, the, the, one of the reasons why he remains, you know, one of the most vile and villainous of presidents is that, you know, well, like you said, well, of course, it wasn't completely him, but the income tax was ratified. Right. You know, that's a part of the Constitution, you know, uh, they can only dream of doing something like that now to the point where they finally just just pretend it's not there and that's what they do so kind of telling Wood, yeah. woodrow hold my beer though on that one but uh and then uh, the and then the federal reserve oh yeah yes uh <laughs> yeah well <laughs> well we uh, we went over the uh this sort of with the jp morgan episode we did with zenhauser actually speaking of which we were just talking yeah. about him um yeah uh, he made that awesome video on youtube um <laughs> so, uh, about there was woodrow a guy, wilson there was a guy on the draft Tom Woods show last week, or it might have been this week. Uh, who it was last week? Who, um, is a like an economist, and he was he he has this take based on facts. By the way, that um, there's monetary inflation, but all this happened about the same time that the the. The money started to become worthless. This is all part of the same project, and it's definitely all managed by. I'm convinced it's managed by the the whole road set, the, yeah. the British Foreign Office, fucking. Uh, and also, like, let's not forget about the all the who's doing the lending here is the central yeah. banks in Europe. So Rothschilds, those kind of fucking, yeah. you know what? And, yeah. and so this guy's this, <laughs> this guy's done the calculations that money inflation so the increase in the money supply throughout all of history was about less than two percent a year because that was how much that was a consistently through history that's the rate at which they've been extracting gold you know they've been right. finding about mm -hmm. an extra two percent of gold a year since adam was a lad right and the uh it was at the the turn of the 20th century was the start of uh, monetary inflation. Uh, and he's calculated that over its entire course, for the entire course of the century, 20th century, on average, like sort of weighted currency um, inflation globally has been 14% per year. 
since this happened, since the, since, yeah, since Woodrow Wilson, since oh, since Queen Victoria died, let's say nineteen oh one. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, money, money's been inflating at fourteen percent per year. Jeez. So how do you keep up with that? You've never. I mean, it's it's yeah. blatantly obvious now because it's. I mean, to to say that people say, "Oh God, oh my God, inflation is seven <laughs> percent." I don't know how <laughs> they've had a hundred years to perfect make <laughs> lying about this shit. It it hasn't been for it hasn't been seven percent since. 1900 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on average 14 percent, and it's th the last two years it's got worse like so it was in 2020 it was a hundred percent just year on year for, so like end of t there was more than twice as much money at the end of 2020 than there was at the start of it right yeah Mm, yeah. So it's like all time inflation. So whatever inflation had been all time up to the beginning of up to the end of 2019, they doubled it yeah. all time <laughs> in just that one year. So get, take your seven percent, stick it up your piss hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wish it was seven percent. Yeah. <laughs> but you it can is see it crazy. in terms of the only way you can actually see it is how how big a house. Yeah, what is my salary this year in number of bedroom houses compared to what it was last year? And it's a lot fucking, it's a much smaller house this year than it was last year, even if your salary's gone up. Same as shares or whatever you want to sure. look at. And that's, that's with the whole economy being shut down for a year. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, fucking, I mean, there's other great things. I mean, uh, I fucking, uh, there's a great Haaretz article that's uh, a uh, Hebrew, uh, fucking Israeli uh, newspaper for Americans, by the way. Uh, mm. But um, it's, uh, there's an article that's called, Who Was the Most Pro-Jewish President? Woodrow Wilson, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, here's the yeah, thing, because, too. because, of course, the, the, the whole... State of Israel's a, a British Empire. Yeah, British well, it was part. Project, well, anyway. not just that, dude. But it was the the the, um, the Balfour Declaration was given on the fucking promise that America would enter the war. Yeah, yeah. That that was a conditional. The, yeah. So that was the actual piece of legislation to, uh, or not legislation, whatever, the declaration unto Parliament that the land be bequeathed to Lord Rothschild, by the way, um, of the of the Principality of Palestine uh, for the British Empire be given to uh, the Rothschilds um, on the condition that the Americans join the war. And so it's interesting that uh so let me just be, be full full disclosure here i listened to a lot of different things to prepare for this episode this is one of the most research i've done for an episode believe it or not um and i listened to i listened to jesse lee peterson um and we'll talk about maybe Based. we'll talk about his uh it's amazing uh his uh his episode i and then i also listened to the david duke radio show uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the whole episode he did about woodrow wilson and um and i and by the way so get this so i listened to it and can i just NPR? say 
I don't know what it was on, but uh, it was on Big Shoot well is what it was been. on. But um, can I just tell you, not not Jesse Lee Peterson himself, but the guy he had on was this guy named, um, I want to say something Whitlock, some like uh, Christian radio talk guy was on Jesse Lee Peterson. Jason Whitlock? I don't fucking remember what his name was. Some yeah, guy okay. wearing a fucking ten gallon hat. Um, and uh, <laughs> but let me, I just got to tell you the the David I think Duke. Jesse sh- wears one of those sometimes, isn't he? He was no normal bald headed in this episode. Right. He was fine. The guy he yeah. had on was an asshole. The David Duke show was l- levels of magnitude more intelligent discourse than what uh, that fucking guy was saying. Like, and, and to that end, I went and looked to everything fucking that David Duke said on that show. I I went and looked up another source and found everything to be fucking true, by the way. <laughs> Not a fucking word of lie was said, by the way. Um, so and to that end, I'm not even I'm not going to literally uh, I found a page here with some quotes from a book called Hidden Tyranny by Benjamin H. Friedman, a yeah. Jewish guy who is a Christian. He was a Jew for Jesus. Uh, who late in life became an anti-Zionist Jew for Jesus. Um, And he wrote a book in 1961. um, And he said that, um, okay, so here we go. This is a, so so if you might remember, there's a lot of information about um, fucking uh, Woodrow Wilson was a bit of a philanderer and he had an affair uh, with a woman who was uh, one of his other co- um, uh, what's it called? Uh, professors at uh, whatever. What's the name of the university? Princeton, that he, Princeton, Princeton University. Yeah. 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 Um, it, I forget, what was her name? Do you remember Delp or something? Uh, it, Galt. Galt. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Galt? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so anyway, yeah, that, so he was having an affair with her and that, pl- that was like a pretty well publicized thing. So it turns out that the, um, I don't I, hate I, the play. I hate the game. Listen, I am hating the game. <laughs> Shortly after president Wilson's first inauguration, he received a visitor in the white house by the name of Mr. Samuel Untermeyer. <laughs> Untermeyer was a prominent New York city attorney who contributed generously to the national democratic committee that installed president Wilson in the white house in the Washington in the 1912 election. President Wilson was very glad to welcome him to the White House. They had met before during the campaign. Mr. Untermeyer surprised President Wilson that he had been retained to bring a breach of promise action against him. He informed the president that his client was willing to accept $40,000 in lieu of action. Untermeyer's client was the former wife of a professor a, prince, a professor at Princeton University at the same time Wilson was a professor there. It was that bitch. Um, uh, I, I, I didn't think she had been a... Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe. I thought the version I'd heard was it maybe he had lots of different. uh, Uh, Yeah, that's also possible. Because this Galt. Oh, more than likely. I mean, this Galt lady was a wealthy heiress or something. Or she was a divorcee who lived in Bermuda. Uh, well, oh, maybe I don't know. Regardless, I we there was a lot of talk of about their letters though, weren't there? In that yeah. in that that yes. Mike Mike Wallace interview we watched, which yeah. we'll talk about that guy in a little bit. Um, that but, show we never had a TV show like that in England. Yeah, I think Mike that was Wallace. for C-SPAN or something. Yeah, that's, yeah really? Mike Wallace. Like I don't know. Mike the, Wallace did his some interview- interviewing style is wild. Yeah, he's like interrogating. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so I, hang on, I'm getting off topic here. So anyway, yeah. so there was a lot of much ado about his letters. So I'm not gonna, I'm gonna fucking paraphrase here. Blah 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 blah. Um, so Untermeyer was like, okay, listen, dickhead, um, I'll give you the money, uh, and I'll also squash this fucking, uh, I'll dismiss this fucking case on the condition that you put, um, uh, fill the first vacancy on the United States Supreme Court. Uh, to be this guy named Louis Brandeis, who was like a super, by all accounts, super Zionist. Uh, And this is before Zion. So it was like of note that he was a hyper Zionist. (laughs) Like this was like, he was, it was a very political thing. And so he was the first Jewish uh, Supreme Court of New Jersey and of the United States. Same guy. And Wilson appointed him both times. And uh, so any blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to fucking read this anymore. If you really want to go look, it's The Hidden Tyranny by Benjamin H. Friedman. Um, And it's like, it's like, and then also I looked it up too. Like there's articles about like from Jewish sources that are like, yeah, this fucking Untermeyer guy totally pulled one over on Wilson. Like they have no problem acknowledging this shit. Like, and it's just like, so that's, so anyway, I, as I understand it. um, uh, So he was, he <clears throat> at least they managed to uh, compromise Wilson without him having to make him fuck kids. Yeah. Yeah. Today you would hire Epstein yeah. to hook yeah. him up. Right. You know? Exactly. Get the, yeah. Get the, get the videotape and everything. And there you go. Yeah. Sure. She's a, Okay, it says here that he had fucking when the 16 in England. It says here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, did I say 16? I meant 13. Sorry. It My says, mistake. It says here um that uh that guy that Brandeis guy had an impact on um on uh fucking him to enter World War 1 too, by the way. So Oh, yeah, no doubt. But uh what's yeah. it called? But also another thing was we another thing that we watched uh was uh that Cato Institute talk. That guy was pretty good. Yeah, um, was, yeah. What was his name? I guess I could pull up the fucking video if I wanted. But there was a Cato Institute in 2003. It's interesting, too, because it's kind of I, I think now that I'm thinking about it, that was right during the fucking Iraq war. And Cato yeah. Institute guys were against the Iraq war. Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of it, I, I, I kind of appreciate that they were putting on this like fuck Woodrow Wilson talk uh, <laughs> with the backdrop of a shitty president going into an unjustified war. Yeah. <laughs> no, that guy was good. His, yeah, it was like uh, an Irish guy's name. One. I can't remember what his name was, though. Here, I'll fucking pull it up. No, it was an English. No, it was an English name. And he, the, the weird thing was he was from he was I think he was like from New Jersey fucking projects or something you know white guy but mm. uh, but he definitely spoke thomas fleming thomas fleming thomas, yeah english oh yeah i've heard of him yeah and okay. he he drops his t's like an english guy that guy yeah he also called him woodrow <laughs> wilson yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I recommend this too. So it's it's on YouTube on the channel way back. It, the video is called When America Thought It Had Won, But It Really Hadn't, The Dark Side of Woodrow Wilson, 2003. And it's a rebroad yeah. it's a it's a video on YouTube of a C-SPAN recording um of a Cato Institute talk. It's really good. And actually, I was I was saying to William when I sent it to him, I'm like, wow, this is like Rhodes pilled. Like yeah, this guy knew is. what was going on. He was naming names like yeah. Sir Thomas Gray. I don't know. That guy must be in the Rhodes yeah. clique. He is. Yeah. Oh, he was in the fucking circle. Of course he fucking was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, oh, Edward Gray. Edward it? Gray. Sorry. I just yeah, said it wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he was the foreign secretary who. Okay, yeah, it's it's all perfect. So this fucking guy, Thomas Fleming, guy is like just straight up being like, he's like, actually, the I'm trying to do his voice, Scott. He's kind of talk like, um, what the fuck is this, Jared Taylor, a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, like actually, yeah. The thing is with Greg, so Britain pretended to be neutral in. Right up until getting involved in in First World War, right. Uh, but it wasn't just that Britain pretended to be neutral. Sir Edward Grave pretended uh, British neutrality to the British Parliament. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, and it was secret. Only only his clique in the Foreign Office knew that they weren't neutral, and in fact, they had created the whole thing. They'd been trying to get Germany into provoke Germany into a war since 1904. Or 1902, something like that. They basically started it uh, when Edward VII came to the throne in 1902. uh, And they started uh, having him go around the royal families of Europe uh, and kind of uh, agitating for it. Uh, But there were two separate incidents in Morocco where they tried to, where the French and the British tried to. provoke the Germans into attacking them in Morocco and that Wilhelm just wouldn't do it. Uh, uh, eventually they had to they had to do this was, whole thing. Prior to World War One he was known as like the Emperor of Peace or something. Yeah, the Prince of Peace. The Prince of yeah. Peace. The Prince of Peace. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kinda ironic really that he got the whole blame of the fucking thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. But they they knew that America was going to come in. That was all yeah, that's what the whole Woodrow Wilson project yeah. was about. That he, was all part of that. It was, yeah, this yeah. was the team. This was the team becoming yeah, the team. Because the, really, the, the, the bigger point of it was, I mean, sure, the, the, the reason Britain wanted, there were reasons Britain wanted a war with Germany, and that was mainly because German, Germany was technologically and industrially more advanced and was a threat to British hegemony. But really the big prize was to get America back into the empire. Right. And that's what it was all about. But uh, England wasn't interested in being the preeminent, like, like England didn't want there to be a European empire at all. I think there was too much baggage attached to the British empire at that point. You know what I mean? Or like they knew that they knew that their whole new thing was going to be like, Oh, we're going to push like this, like gay morality kind of thing. Like, so we're not going to be able to rest on the laurels of the British Empire. We're going to have to do it under a whole new banner that's unbesmirched. Even though, I mean, fucking America has its fucking had its, especially under Woodrow Wilson was doing all kinds of gay shit. Fucking literally he, um, in his presidency, no one ever talks about this. He fucking occupied Haiti till the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody fucking talks about that. You know, it's like this yeah. troops is chilling on head to Tars now, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> he was a piece of shit. And then another thing, yeah. oh sorry, that so in this Thomas Fleming dude was basically saying, like, oh no, no. So basically what Woodrow Wilson's basically he's so perfectly a, a Rhodes guy, or totally fucking blackmailed Rhodes guy. He he was like, Oh no, the whole point of us getting in this war is so we get an in at the fucking negotiation table. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally verbatim what he fucking said. He's like, oh, no, we're going to, in other words, fucking set the stage for Germany to be fucking completely decimated. So we're the number one fucking me. uh, America and Britain are the fucking number one powers in the fucking in the West. Yeah. 
I mean, and then Germany tried to surrender to the to the United States yeah. or to negotiate a, a peace with the United States. And they said, yeah, it's nothing to do with us. You've got to talk to the British yeah. and the French. <laughs> you talk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just... Uh, we're just here for the sandwiches, sorry. And it's too, it, it's true because, like, I always, whenever I think about, like, the World War One, like, um, the, 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 like, the story is always like, oh, yeah, America came and just fucking mopped up because everyone was so tired. It's like, yes, but yeah. these guys had never held a rifle before. Like, that's another thing in the Thomas yeah, Fleming yeah, talk. Yeah, no, like, exactly. like, these guys no were fucking army. woefully <laughs> unprepared for the meat grinder of the industrial warfare that was yeah. World War One. Like, yeah. this absolutely. And it's like all those guys just died for nothing, for nothing. <laughs> just to make the just to make the, the world end of worse. nationalism. <laughs> they died to make the world worse than it already was. Yeah. Safe for did. democracy. By the way, that's if they, yeah. they they were right, by the way. They were making the world safe for democracy. And now we've shown democracy is one of the worst systems you can live under. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it inevitably leads to tyranny. And like we are getting to the end now of democracy because like where does it go from here? Yeah. Feudalism. We're going back to feudalism. Yeah, neo-feudalism. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, neo-feudalism. I mean, a lot of times it's like I used to look at World War One as the aristocracy's last hurrah uh, because you know, way, on the, yeah. surface, on the yeah. surface of it, you know, well, a lot of the families and stuff were done and it was over and stuff. But, the, of course, now we know that there were the smarter guys yeah. <laughs> yeah. pulling the strings, you know, and put position themselves. They're the new families and yeah. so on and so forth. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, it increasingly, it, it certainly in the United States, it became more and more important for titles and whatnot, which is meaningless garbage. But yeah. that'll become the new, uh, you know, titles of, uh, of status and of power, right? Uh, and uh, for the new lords, and uh, that—that's that's what the reset's about. That's it, what it was. That's another thing. That, that's so great crowd. you said that because that's the thing. That's what the liberals are so obsessed with. It's their status. They want to mirror yeah. the values of the elites because they can trick themselves into thinking that if they hold those values, they can have this precarious position that they could fall from at any minute. Because if they yeah. do one little thing, they're gone. Right. But I can take you out. But in a they're second. still there. They're holding on, man. They're holding yeah. on, man. That yes, kill the unvaccinated. Fuck them. Why the yeah. fuck? Yeah. I want to. I don't want to. Fuck it. I want to have the luxury pod. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I want to yeah. have the luxury bugs. I want to have warm bugs coming in into yeah. my pod. I want upcomies. <laughs> I want my fucking. I want my upboats on Red Reddit. And I want to. I want to get. I want to get a thousand upboats and Reddit gold for going to Ukraine to die for Globo Homo. <laughs> and well, that's the insidious thing is like there's no friends in that world uh, because even like in the past with uh, with Europe and they were all they were all family. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it did. It meant nothing. <laughs> yeah, power was the god. That's all that yeah. mattered. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, who's that's on Leninism. Top. And, and so they're staying. They're all in it for themselves, and we're going to suffer for it. Yes, but at the same time, they're stabbing each other in the back every chance they get. I, it, it always collapses into ruin because you know we think that well, you know, they plotted this and stuff, but it, it ultimately didn't work out quite the way I'm sure they envisioned. It never does, but the damage. It's done, you know, and it's going. They're going to continue. You also doing must that. consider the possibility that the end result was always the intended result. Yeah, <laughs> well, in some ways, yeah. I mean, they got their positions and whatnot, but they're doing pretty gonna, good. 
Yeah, you know, I, who put up the capital to industrialize Soviet Russia and communist China? The same guys who made all their money industrializing America. Yeah, it's so literally the same people. <laughs> three different, three different systems, all financed by American robber barons. They don't care which one comes out on top, and they're quite pleased that it's going to be China because it's they own that too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's why wow. I mean I've been saying ever since we got onto this roads bill thing, it was like, oh yeah, China. Yeah, I'm not saying we won't have a war. Like we can have a war with Russia or China, but whoever wins, it's the same empire that's going to end up winning. It's going to be the same empire. Yeah. It's just going to have even worse conditions to live under. And that's for us. Well, because they openly say China's the model, which is slavery. That's all. That's it. That's their big game. I mean, our model's slavery as well. Our model's slavery too. Actually, you can make the case that the slavery in China, like your social or like your beliefs aren't really fucking aren't like up for debate. Like you can have your own personal beliefs all you want. Whereas here, if your personal beliefs come out, you're fucking ruined. You know what I mean? Whereas in China, (laughs) they don't give a fuck what you think. You just don't do anything against the regime. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's just a, it's an interesting dialectic, if you will. <laughs> I, I saw some bitch on Twitter the other day. Yeah, I, I, I actually think she was Chinese, but definitely a white woman moment. Uh, so she's uh, looking at her Twitter profile. She's a uh, uh, she was born in China, grew up in America and has lived in Japan for 15 years or something. And she's complaining about how racist Japanese people are because they don't like, so this is the, this is the big news. This is the big, big bad news about Globo Homo that's breaking right now is that as from this week, Japan is upping its immigration uh, quotas by something like a thousand percent. Oh man. Right. So it's over. That was the yeah. last stronghold. Because where are they going to put them? Yeah. <laughs> so Jap- stack Jap- the buildings even taller. <laughs> Japanese Twitter is going fucking hell. We're going to country's going to be full of foreigners. It's going to be overrun yeah. with crime. Blah blah blah. And this 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 dumb bitch who, who's lucky enough to live there already when it's still fucking great. <laughs> she, she, she's lucky enough to be one of the lucky ones who lives there. She goes, oh, Japanese people are the, are the only racist people left in the world. America's really the most accepting place. Okay. Of course, but Go wait, more. wait, can I pause you? I'm sure a bunch of fucking Republicans on Twitter were like, Beast. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I saw it. Somebody fucking retweeting the yeah. dumb bitch. <laughs> but like, so they're, they're just they're just throwing their. I guess they must owe money in the wrong places or something. Yeah, because they're they're throwing that they're throwing away their cohesive society. I think what it is is they have they have a fucking this is a I actually have a hypothesis on this they have a a, a generational time bomb coming that's not up for debate yeah um mm-hmm. and but the problem yeah. is is that their society has been warped as such by the West yeah by the forces that we're talking about. Yeah. To be such a perverted fucking, you know, backwards Western ass fucking. But we have the same problem. The same problem in America and in England is that they're yeah. fucking there's there's a fucking generational time bomb because no one's having fucking kids because everyone's having abortions and fucking birth control. 
Yeah. And yeah. and it's just like everyone's brainwashed into thinking they're going to be happier fucking alone. Yeah. And they're not. They become psychopaths uh, yeah, with their little uh, chihuahuas and stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is my baby. <laughs> Yeah, because it's the denial of the natural order. What's the meaning of life? The meaning of life is for you to survive, first of all, yeah. uh, 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 mate and reproduce. Hell yeah. And then raise those children to adulthood. Right, well, don't put- then you can, and then you can die. <laughs> that's that's the meaning yeah. of life. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say, so basically my hypothesis, though, is like the teammates went to fucking yeah. Japan. They're like, look, do you want to keep this thing going or not? Yeah, like yeah. we we fucked you. We we made you all addicted to pornography and fucking and uh, <laughs> yeah. and you know bogged down in consumer consumerism. And by the way, also we've you know uh, robbed the spirit of the entire world, and which has even destroyed <laughs> somehow destroyed your creative spark. Truly, the yeah. most creative and on uh, and fucking cultured people on earth. Uh, but it you're you're facing the fucking wall here, so you're gonna have to start letting fucking immigrants in and become part of the fucking gay fucking <laughs> international <laughs> neoliberal <Everything's> system. <laughs> well, you know, you got gay Afro-Zionist yes. empire. Because like, <clears throat> there was something to this idea of America being a beacon of freedom, but it's like, it's definitely the pre-Wilsonian America. Yeah, well, that's and true, that's, but that's they that's are a beacon gone. of freedom. If freedom is kids having yeah. gay sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, um, so I've already had to, I'm coping hard with the fact that, that America's not that anymore. And that, so the one th- so I always used to like to th- sit there and think about Japan. Oh, at least well, Japan's still wonderful. At least Japan's yeah. still Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> still Japanese. Yeah. At least there's still something good in the world. No longer. Yeah. And even no, look well, at they- dude. Even look at South Korea, dude. Everyone, all the literally everyone's got fucking uh, got plastic surgery. Uh, fucking <laughs> yeah. literally every. They're all taking meth plastic so they can surgery. work harder for fucking corporations <laughs> that are up to their eyeballs in debt with fucking Western banks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to get your ESG scores up. So it's that's true. Uh, Japan's got to got to earn that. Yeah. So. And the, the worst part too is like I I'm like such a fucking weeb. Like I know all this shit about Japan, but they've been suffering under negative in uh, sorry, negative interest rates for the past yeah. like 10 years to try to save their fucking save their their economy after the yeah, 2008 but, bubble. Listen, we've all got negative interest rates. I inflation know, yeah. has been 14%. So unless your interest rates are over 14%. <laughs> but they have inflation on top of that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they've just been suffering over time, yeah. Because yeah, of they, mistakes they, America made. It, yeah. Like, really? The economy's <laughs> been stagnating since, like, the 90s, hasn't it? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And then here's the whole thing is like the whole thing, the, all this fucking Ukraine bullshit, it's all over NATO. And what is NATO? It's we can't have a fucking national. We can't let a single country have their own national military anymore. We yeah. can't because that, that, that right. way there's a possibility of them breaking off and having, you know, another Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. But they're oh. the ones who bred Hitler. I mean, come on, they they, yeah. they wanted World War One, and they we, didn't know that Hitler was Hitler coming. I don't think, or they they <laughs> they had the plans that they did planned ahead of time in case Hitler came, and they did it. 
<laughs> Team up the whole planet, regardless of... That's the same thing I said when Brian McCarthy was on the show. Hitler never had a chance because people... The, the Soviet Union and the United States are completely diametrically, nay, dialectically opposed to one another to be never, compa- never compatible. But they came together just once to yeah. do one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, the whole... Re- it's whether... The- how real the Soviet Union really was. It wasn't as real as we thought it was. I know yeah. it wasn't fake. It's like the, yeah. Chi- yeah, we could have a war with China. We could have had a war with the Soviet Union, but there's still. It's all fake. It's still, there's still Our the country's same fake too. Yeah, the bosses are the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not saying, when I say that China's, that the elites don't see China as a threat. No, of course not. That's not to say that it's not a threat to us that our children Why will become if, scripted if to go they, if they were a real them. threat, when they when we kicked fucking Chadamir off of the fucking SWIFT payment system and China announced that it was starting its own international payment system, that we didn't immediately nuke them is a, yeah. is a sign that we have we're ready. They I'm sorry, the teams, the teammates are ready to fucking switch to China. Yeah, yeah that's sure. all the evidence you need. If, if yeah. it really mattered so much that America was this, or America slash NATO slash the West was the fucking the the center of the universe as far as international finance goes, that would be a war. It just would. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I mean they, so many of them are praising China already and have been for years. I mean, yeah. I think it's already a done deal. You know, sure. for sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, Xi Jinping, was- fucking the uh, the Winnie the Pooh guy. He's a fucking Klaus Schwab dude, isn't he? Oh yeah, Klaus Schwab. That piece. I'm asking. <laughs> I'm actually don't know. Yeah. Is he okay? I, yeah. Well, I mean, they. Yeah, they've had him. They've had him as keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum. So I guess so. Yeah. And and like the. He yeah, just I mean, spoke to them. Yeah, there he just go. spoke to them on January seventeenth. Oh, yeah. There you go. He's an agenda well, contributor at the World Economic Forum. Of course, because he's interested <laughs> in fixing capitalism. Yeah, with, uh, with Klaus Schwab. Uh, that's how we're gonna. Well, gonna he does make have a better. degree in Marxist theory and ideological and political education there at the go. School of Humanities and Social Science, Tsinghua University. <laughs> <laughs> Can he play the cello? They all can. It's it's like genetic. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, anyway, so there's, of course, a lot of libtards will be like, oh, yeah, Woodrow Wilson is fucking racist, which, yeah. of course, he was racist. He was around in the 19 teens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was fucking racist. And actually that art that um Anthony Zenhauser video, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the guy who actually made this video. It's funny to just say Anthony yeah. Zenhauser now. It's Anthony Zenhauser. <laughs> <laughs> um was saying uh he was actually more moderate in terms of racism as compared to his his contemporaries. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Like for instance, like the the um basically like here, this is a great segue for me to talk about more pu- cu- uh, current event stuff. So this racism shit with Woodrow Wilson and the progressives in general was exactly what this fucking Azov battalion was. Like these fucking Azov battalion guys in Ukraine are basically like 
So basically, here's the pitch. Think about it in America. No young white guys want to go fight for fucking the American army now. Obviously, they literally train you. You're a piece of shit by going into it. Right. But that's actually, believe it or not, what the kind of feeling is. If you're if your country is like one of these NATO countries, pretty much that's the attitude everywhere you go in NATO. So in order to get these fucking young Ukrainian guys in order ready to go fucking fight a war with Russia, they had to go, you're fighting the eternal Jew. Yeah. Like they had to trick them into thinking that they're going to be fighting, fighting the Nazis, fighting the fucking Jews and they could be like badass SS warriors or whatever. But really, they're just fighting. They're fighting yeah. for the Jews. Like, <laughs> literally, their president is Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> and they were they were backed by Obama. Yeah. They literally, Obama's fucking, <laughs> yeah. Been backed by the state. Yeah, I know. That's the what they've been Barack Obama, a yeah. white woman. Yeah. Um, Anyway, what was I going to say? But yeah, so that's why my point, though. So it's the same premise, though, as as what the progressive fuck back in the 19 teens, the progressive fucking playbook was, oh, we're going to get all these white young white people, not even young, but these white people who are who are they will trick them into thinking they're doing something for their whiteness, i.e. this progressive movement. It was called the Lily White movement, if you recall in your research. Search. Um, and it was they wanted to add a bunch. They basically wanted to create this um, this uh, massive infrastructure of public servants, but make it all white. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, the, the, so the, this is the, the more mainstream take on uh, Wilson is obviously he he wanted this managed economy, this progressivist yes. thing. And yeah. so yeah. That, like a that, that's another big incentive for him to get involved in World War One is, OK, so we're going to have to have that to get involved in the war. Therefore, and then we can introduce it for that and then never get rid of it, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and again, also to get people I mean, like that was not exactly like uh, that was like a pretty novel idea, by the way, that idea of yeah. a managed economy and especially in America, which is like, kind of had prided itself on being like a free market exper- experiment in the free market or whatever. So, so, so to be fair, I mean, mercantilism aside, the British Empire was pretty up on that kind of thing as for well. sure I mean, for sure but i mean like it's, it's literally but fa- absolutely 100 percent. but at the same time like that was like america's brand kind of you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah, right right yeah um and to that but end that is, it's interesting worth just pausing to say like that that you know like the hong kong constitution was a, was like uh in some ways the ultimate achievement of the of the british empire of because the uh a lot of people who were running that genuinely believed in laissez-faire. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. They genuinely believed in liberty uh, 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 for its own sake, for a start, and also as a force for... Kind of like Singapore. Economic growth. Yeah, so Singapore, Hong Kong. But the Hong Kong, because people talk about democracy, pro-democracy campaigners in Hong Kong. Hong Kong was never a democracy. It was... Uh, a, a liberal experiment. A, 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 it was the most hardcore, al- almost anarchistic uh, setup in the world. In that they had the, the constitution was the only law they were allowed to have, and it, it was called the Basic Law or something like that. And it was basically Ten Commandments type shit, you know. But you know, don't st- you're not allowed to steal stuff. Uh, 
you're not allowed to kill people and or and that kind of stuff. Uh, and the the local government was only basic. All it could do was sweep the streets and fucking stuff like that. And the, and they couldn't they couldn't make anything illegal. It was like you, these are the only things you're not allowed to do. Everything else, go for it. Which is you where can, how the Kowloon no walled city ended up happening. Yeah, because there was no regulation as to how you could situate a bunch of fucking people in one gigantic fucking complex. Exactly. Yeah, but it became like the it it, it worked. It became the most. It you went know, so from like a, a to swamp. be fair, it was all Chinese. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it. You know what I mean? Like it's all. You it was a pretty Chinese homogenous pe- society. Well, no, it wasn't because it, anyone could go there as well. So there, there was so whites and Chinese. And- <laughs> White Chinese, all kind. There's all kinds of jungle Asians there. True, as well. fair all enough, fair enough. Like yeah. and, and it was so you could go to Hong Kong, get anything, do whatever you want, and get rich. And a lot of people did. And it it kind of proved the that was what it was there for. And I, I'm pretty sure that's why they got sold out. Is because, but come 1990s, come the 1990s, when the Governor Chris Patton's in charge of it, they realised well this sort of uh, pure 19th century liberal experiment is far too successful, and we don't want this. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to compare anywhere. Everyone comparing America to this. Yeah, <laughs> so we've got to give it back to China because because they'll ruin to, it with communism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want. We, right. we don't want to have to run our country. We don't want to. Be, have people point to Hong Kong and say, "Look, if you just leave people alone, they become rich." <clears throat> and uh, uh, so they couldn't have that. And so I, I, I think that was really that betrayal of Hong Kong was a betrayal of the whole world, and it was a betrayal of classic liberalism. And um, that was the end of it. But it was, anyway, it, so- it was totally abandoned and. and demonized from that point onwards. Sure. Uh, I was going to say, but to Woodrow Wilson, uh, like, yeah, so basically they, he like, as I said, so America's brand, I guess, as I said before, was kind of like free markets, blah, blah, blah. So in order to get people interested in this totally alien to like the American understanding of society, you know, way of organizing society where it's like, you know, it's, it's ruled by fucking experts was basically what progressivism is. Yeah. Um, they had to be like, oh, yeah, also white people. Yeah. And so people are like, all right, I can identify with that. <laughs> well, it almost goes without so saying. So it's like Azov Battalion, though, is what I'm trying to say. They're yeah. fighting for something that's and that's against them, but by tricking them in by using their racial affinity. Yeah, in the context of that time, though, they would say, "Oh, we're ruled by experts." So obviously, that means white people, anyway. Yes, of course. In those days. <laughs> yes, white people like like us. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what was I going to say though? Um, but okay, so, yeah. So my point was, so he gets a bad rap for being racist, racist or whatever. But again, like, 
I don't buy. I like. I, again, it's just I don't buy. Like that's such a, a fucking first of all, gay, infantile, myopic way of viewing things uh, without context <laughs> like that. Just being like, oh, he was like, you know, segregation. I'm like, literally nobody was for not uh, not ending segregation. Like, yeah. literally nobody. Like, was was that was not a conversation that was yeah. happening. <laughs> there was a handful of people against it. <laughs> I guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah, again, some of those but now, experts, you know, they, some of those experts, circle, I think, were for it. it. Back, you know, I mean, they, you know, uh, yeah. all the progressives were racist. I mean, they were, and just the, even the, the deep-rooted concepts of it were reducing you to nothing but that is uh, deeply rooted in their philosophy and everything. So, But the thing about Woodrow Wilson, uh, it's still exalted in some uh, circles, and certainly circles of power and whatnot, uh, will often preach about racism and stuff, but they always ignore his. And uh, that's just the why it shows how yeah. irrelevant the subject matter is for the most part, especially stupid things like Joe Rogan and stuff like that. And yet, you know, the Woodrow, <laughs> you know, The Birth yeah, of a I, Nation I mean, is the greatest film ever made, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. Uh, it just shows how meaningless it is. Yeah, he did show Birth of a Nation, didn't he? As, as, well, that video, that, that Anthony Zenhauser video actually said that it was actually the second movie they screened that night. Um, yeah. And he only. Oh, well, then. Well, no, no, no. He actually didn't. Wa- I don't believe he watched it. And that quote of it being, oh, so terrible and oh, so true is is uh, anachronistic. It's not true. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and also, the, well, the, the, the fact of the matter the was the then. guy who wrote the book. Um, utilize Woodrow Wilson's history textbooks as a source for his book. Uh, right. The Klansman was the title of the book. Um, and when the movie came out, the author of the book went to Woodrow Wilson, who, by the way, they had talked back when he worked at Princeton, but, you know, as a re- as a historical resource. And he said, hey, yeah. would you mind screening the movie of my book to get it publicity? Right. Yeah. And he did it as a fucking favor. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it. Is it any good? I'm sure you've seen it, Scott. I've not actually seen it. I, I um I know that yeah, they utilized did. a lot of uh film techniques that had never been used before. So in that sense, yeah. it's actually like a really impressive movie. It's kind of like one of those things where like the story's boring. Like here's a great example. Citizen Kane is a movie that's well lauded by like all kinds of movie critics because it pioneered all these effects and filming techniques and shit. But it's a boring fucking movie about w- William Randolph Hearst. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Yeah. Like, who gives a fuck? I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not gripping to me. And I understand the historical context and everything. And by the way, I like Orson. There's a few Orson Welles movies that I love, particularly The Third Man, which is about uh, after World War II, by the way. Pretty interesting (laughs) shit going on there. Um, But... uh, uh, what was I going to say? But it, it's just I don't find it that gripping of a movie to watch Citizen Kane. But uh, that said, it's same thing with fucking Birth of a Nation. It's like, oh, it's a really important movie in movie history, but it's not an entertaining fucking movie, I don't think. It's like a pretty right. basic story about the the formation of the clan. Right. Let's say. Yeah. Giddy up, Halsey. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I never watched Citizen Kane because I looked at this liner notes it doesn't even have michael kane in it damn shame too <laughs> yeah um well, don't worry they'll reboot it uh 
Yeah, it was, uh, have to be a Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> no, they did. They did do a new Birth Seth of a Nation. Rogen. They did do a new Birth of a Nation, but it was like a pro-black movie. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they were going to take the title away. Yeah, we're going to bring. Uh, we're going to take it back. We're going to take the word back. They came and went. No one. Yeah. Yeah. It was a piece of shit. Here's the problem: is that there's no fucking creativity anymore. So it's just there no. won't be a good. Well, you movie. can't because everyone's terrified of each other. Uh, no, because of the cult, that's why the comedy's there's died. To that, there's, yeah. You know, there's you something can't to do it, it sure. But I mean, it yeah. doesn't have to be something controversial. There's just not even science fiction is a great opportunity for new things to be done, new ideas to be explored, and still, there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing no. good because the no. imagination has imagination of our society has been destroyed by pornography, degeneracy, and cheap credit. Yeah. Breach. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> Judeo-Christian values. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> We've been told uh, today, uh, Doug, that if you listen to this show on one point five speed, we sound like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's or I do at least. Which yeah. is just so. I, I was now, like so bummed out when I heard that. <laughs> now i've managed to play him at 1.5 speed and still understand what he's saying wow well done Dang, i, I think cool. it, the, the way you listen to get him to go faster is like actually like a like a tab on the back of his neck that makes you go <laughs> faster you can make him go any faster or slower if you make him just a little slower if you make him just a hair he's normally on 1.5 but if you put him at one he sounds like this <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> well he can't help it <laughs> yeah um, um but yeah woodrow wilson what a guy uh <laughs> the man the and man. woodrow wilson and all I, I guys like him and all that uh uh they have their master plans and everything but with the but they work on uh, manipulating people and what they act, what they want or what they feel. So they're guilty, but at the same time, uh, the people are guilty. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of what you want, and uh, and then sometimes it might be a noble cause or something, and uh, but they, it's still the devil's going to manipulate you into sure. doing the wrong thing, yeah. or whatever that sort. Well, there's of thing. A, uh, I mean, uh, even Zionism to a point. You know, I mean. Uh, it, he starts out just yeah, I'd like to see Israel again, and so they and they got it, uh, and, and all of that. But it's all the other shenanigans and shit that gets yeah, there. I mean, and then it's a weird place about it. It's all the uh, poor Palestine. I said, well, boy, you know, Palestine was never real. It just wasn't. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it was a Roman province, and then I mean, <laughs> it, it literally them, was a the, British province called Palestine. The yeah. Principality. Of, they, 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 they empire, just, the empire after empire had this parking lot, and they, that's basically what even, you had. It wasn't even British until after First World War, yeah. when yeah, they took it yeah. off the Turks. Right, right yeah. the Ottomans. Would, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was part of the like Islam, Islamic Empire. It's, yeah, you know, right. It's like it's like saying there was never such a place as Wales, just because it's. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's an excellent fucking point. Yeah, <laughs> Wales hasn't re been self-governing since before the Romans came here or whatever. But yeah, it, it's They're got still its own Welsh. language. It's got an identity, and people still call themselves Welsh. They literally speak Welsh. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but are they 
if uh, you know uh, bombing places because they want to secede from. <laughs> well, let me put United it this Kingdom. way, Doug. If if they I, did, yeah, they they have done when when uh, they've now got a, like limited self government, but that they. I mean, they, I, I honestly, like, I kind of admire this tactic. I don't advocate it, but uh, back in the in the after the Second World War, when the money started, it, it sort of you got this burgeoning English middle class. So you had a, a, a much larger upper middle class, and they all started buying holiday homes in Wales. They used to just set them on fire. <laughs> oh, which honestly i've i've bemoaned about what that happening you know the countryside area where i grew up being gentrified by london elites having summer homes there and so it just being unpopulated now because it's all full of these expensively restored bbc correspondence bbc people's <laughs> summer homes that have never got anybody in them so all the pubs and shops and everything have gone they just come yeah. up in their range rover from london full of fucking Fucking shit from and, Harry. And Doug, for my part, for my part, I will always be Palestine must be free from the river to the sea. Um yeah. and to that end, wow. I'm just like I would ask you to put yourself in those shoes and you're in their shoes. Let's say China, great example. Someone who doesn't yeah. look like you shows up and takes over your fucking town in Louisiana and said, Oh, we actually own this. We had it a long time ago. And yeah, I mean, it used to be French. And then also, Five by the way, and then so the, d- if you want to go to work, they, you have to go through their fucking checkpoints and they spit on you and call you a fucking piece of shit. And uh, and by the way, by the way, Great Britain is giving them billions of dollars to do this, yeah. by the way. Uh, so, they, they, they come to yeah. your church at Easter. Yeah, and start literally coming in and fucking killing your people. Yeah, yeah. So just put yourself. All I'm saying is, you can either be the virgin fucking uh, uh, refugee or the Chad militant, and I know which one I'm fucking picking. If I was in their fucking shoes, if the the, if the people of the Yorkshire Dales had done what the people of Wales did, we might have bilingual road signs in our own language by this time as well. I mean, like, yeah. I was quite pleased with my Wales analogy. It turned out pretty good to me. Yeah, it, it worked pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's my the, whole the, thing, the, man. That's I I'm know, fucking... the, the Palestinians, you know, and they pushed for them to have some autonomy over their territory and, and stuff like that. The problem is they're screwed by their leadership. I mean, they're not interested in well, establishing I, anything. I, and they could listen, have. They if could you have worked were, out a deal. Here if I was in their not shoes, perfect, I would I would do the same exact fucking thing. Get the fuck out of here. Who the fuck, came, who the fuck gave you the authority to come here? And I'm going to fucking give my life to make sure yeah. they fucking know that they're in the fucking wrong. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> I'm saying, fuck you. Get out. I'm from here. You fucking, you fucking, you know what's from fucking Brooklyn can get the fuck out. <laughs> but I mean, I don't, don't they want their territory back from Jordan? I mean, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's not. It's not as straightforward as that. There were Jews living there. I mean, yeah. Oh, know, yeah. They, that's they, right. They, they were, they were it, outnumbered, but right. And also, uh, by the way, they were in peace. The Palestinians let them stay there, and they were cool. Yeah, they were boys. I know. I, yeah. Damn British came in. And, <laughs> it, it, I mean, I mean, yeah. If you, I, I, I will a, allow but, the cat the blame to go to the British. No problem. I, I, honestly, <laughs> I mean, I, I see it more as just a a, a thing. 
another divide and rule tactic. And obviously on the ground in, in Palestine, it's evident. But like the whole Zionist stroke, anti-Zionist uh, dividing line, it's just another divide and rule thing. And, right. and obviously yeah. it's got it. So there are other reasons that suit the empire to have Israel be what it is. Uh, well, which a is big a, portion yeah, of them live literal, there. I mean, it's <laughs> a literal apartheid state. Yeah. <laughs> but what, it's Israel? fine. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Palestinians. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I mean, it's pretty lukewarm. I mean, you can't have, uh, you know, Arabs or whatever in your parliament and that sort of thing. I mean, you know, if you're going to be apartheid, they can't have, you know, it's... They, they can a little too lenient to be a full part part time yeah. state. Again, I did the whole checkpoints to go to down the fucking street thing. Uh, the fact yeah. that they no, let, okay, like right. arm, so they, uh, they've annexed. Uh, there's there's parts of it that so the Israel proper that's supposedly legal. The Arabs who live there can yeah. vote and stuff. Right, but right, right. Uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, the Palestinians. Yeah, they yeah they can't. Yeah, oh, the Palestinians who live there, but that. Palestine's been broken off into into thousands of little islands that are just like your village, and you've got to go through a checkpoint to get out of it. Those yeah. people who live there can't vote or yeah. be or go to parliament, and they don't have a country. Their their country is now official, crypto officially fucking part of Israel. Now it's that there's two state solutions not on the table. It's it's an apartheid state. The people who live in the Palestinian townships. They're like, uh, plus they do stuff. everything they can to slow down shipments, especially during COVID when shipments were fucking rare. Like they had to like ration the food because they the 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 Israelis were like, no, we need to, you need to serve us first. And you know, fair play to them. I guess they're in charge or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I can yeah. fucking look at it the way I see it. It's fucking it's it's fucking ethnic cleansing. It's fuck fuck these pieces of shit. And what fucking right? They're from <laughs> Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean <clears throat> I used to sort of give Scott a lot of uh, pushback on this kind of thing until I listened to the Scott Horton show. He's an anti-war radio guy, really good really good guy and he's he was having people on who were uh, who were there before this latest so-called uh, rocket attacks and all that were going on. They were covering because what happens in the in the Western media is you don't hear about it until the until the Palestinians start firing a few rockets back or or whatever it is, uh, and then it's oh my god how can they do this? But I've been for, it had been leading up to it for like two weeks of it it, it was during Eid or some fucking Ramadan. It was Ramadan. Like it was Ramadan. It was Ramadan. Yeah. It was the highest holy holiday that they were doing fucking, they were like doing crystal knock shit, basically. Yeah, they were going, the, the, so like immigrants from Brooklyn were just going and saying, okay, uh, going into into a guy's house and saying, right, we own this house, get out now. Uh, and they're basically, I mean, they're basing their property claims on, on sh uh, shit that, of charities that, bought the land back when it was governed by the Ottoman Turks. And, but then when it was under British rule, all that was torn up and it was, and, and the title was given to these people who were living in it then. Oh, it, yeah. uh, but then the Israeli courts said, Oh no, we'll, we'll honor these, uh, these Ottoman, yeah. Ottoman title deeds. As long as, uh, as long as it's a Jew that owns it, uh, if it's the other way around, no dice. It's it's complete. It, so they come in and say, right, 
out. This is my house now. Yeah. And then, by the way, they had the fucking they had the the fat Jew who who moved in. His name was Yakov. Um, yeah. uh, real name, by the way, Justin Fauci. Yes, Fauci. <laughs> oh man! Uh, he changed his name to Yakov after he did a stint in fe- U.S. federal prison for fucking securities fraud. And when interviewed oh, right. interviewed by Vice, uh, who were were following the case, he said, "What do you want from me? I they they gave me the house. I'm gonna live in it. They should be lucky." that I'm an easygoing Jew. You could have been a much bigger asshole moving in here. <laughs> and that was his fucking, all the justification he needed to be like, oh yeah, I just live in this house. Meanwhile, I just got off of three years in fucking federal prison back in America. And I'm, I'm yeah. from Long Island. So, the, <laughs> so during this, two, so the, all this shit was going on. And then, uh, the, so there were some demonstrations about it. So this wasn't this just one guy. This was like a big. Oh yeah, this was a this big all, thing. He was the one they caught on camera. They, yeah. And the army goes in with them and helps them do it. Uh, uh, and then um, the, uh, and so there's protests. And while the protests are going on, the police just go into the fucking holiest uh, church, the Dome of the Rock. Yeah. Yeah, and and start breaking people's fucking teeth. Yeah. And and. and so then it all kicked off, and then it's as if, oh, out of nowhere, there's the they started shooting rockets like crazy, rockets. like madmen. That was like literally <laughs> what the the way the media portrayed it. Um, yeah. <laughs> My favorite taking that because that really went badly for them, and they did, yeah, it, a, a it was bad optics. And then BB it, ended up leaving office over that whole thing. Yeah, and. and yeah. Uh, and that was my last straw with them. I was like, oh, yeah, I know what this is about. And then you see how the media is portraying it. You go, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then d- 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 all that. And then also it's like every terrorist attack, it's because America supports Israel. It's it is. It literally is. That's every time what their justification is. And if yeah. not for Zionism, there would be no terrorism in the West. And guess why? Because the fucking Arab countries would all be able to unmolested sell oil to the West and not have um, a fucking unholy alliance between Israel and the and, Sa- and the Saudis dictating what the fucking oil prices are going to be. And- was it the was it the Ayatollah who said? What do they think we're going to do with the oil? Drink it. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, but that's the thing. And it's like, it's like, if you want, like, I, and like, of course, like the, the, you know, I, I'm not like just here to shit on conservatives, but like the conservative talking point is like, oh, well, these fucking Muslims come over here and do terrorism. And it's like, w- the Muslims are coming over here because of Zionist wars. Like they're they're coming over. They could have a wonderful world over there with all the money from the oil that they'll happily sell to us. (laughs) That NATO general who was saying, oh, yeah, yeah, the reason the the reason there's so much immigration in Europe is because uh, Russia bombed Syria. Did Did they really fucking say that? (laughs) Yes. Russia. A lot of them had Russian names. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, a lot of SKYs were doing some bombing in Syria. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the Russians did do that. The Russians flew as the Syrian Air Force kind of thing, didn't they? That was basically what stopped the West from invading Syria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That time. Was it back in 13 or whenever it was? uh, No, it was longer than it was like right before Trump. It was like 2015. 15, right. Yeah, Yeah, the Syrian Civil War. Yeah. What a mess, too, by the way. They've been trying to get involved in that since. 11, haven't they? Dude, longer than the dude in the fucking 80s. 
Yeah. Remember yeah. in the remember Reagan had the whole thing, or was it Reagan in the hypernormalization? Do- or no, was it hyper? Yeah, hypernormalization documentary. There was that whole thing about uh, fucking Assad's father, the the last Assad, yeah. and how like yeah. yeah he he invented the suicide bombing or whatever. <laughs> well, I invented picking up dog shit, so kiss my ass. Hell yeah, your dad invented the wooden spoon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's funny too because I was gonna say none of that's related to Woodrow Wilson, but he made Israel. So yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> is. Yeah, I think there's nothing bad you can say about Woodrow Wilson that isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the quote. Yeah, it's it's like. You could go, we can have our fucking edgelord fucking takes on it and all that all day long. But it's still everybody who calls him. I mean, the whole thing of the progressive era, and this is a thing I've mentioned before on the show, Doug, is like people, you must notice this in media, in, in the general discourse in, in America, the word progressive just means nice or something now, doesn't yeah. it? But it's yeah. like, it's, it's one of those words that's been, comp- it's the opposite of what people think it is. Right. Yeah, because it, it, like I said, it's, it's going backwards. We're yeah, going they think back it means... To the feudalism think, is what the ultimate goal is. is yeah, so that's not progressive. It has it's this mean. They ruin now. all the words. They ruined yeah. liberal. They ruin all of that. They always yeah. ruin it. I mean, they think progressive means liberal, but it's the opposite. Of yeah, yeah it is, it's, no, there's nothing liberal about it. Yeah, it's true. Um, oh, damn it! We, we, there we go. We got right full background. We're now conservative talk show. Yeah, you're right. Again. Well, those <laughs> liberals are <Yeah>. hypocrites. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. They're always being hypocrites. <laughs> but I mean, it's true though. But I mean, yeah. I but what know. are you? What are they gonna? What are we gonna do about it? I don't know. Kill ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah, worth living no, anymore. <laughs> but I mean, in the end, I mean, like I, I it's said, yeah, it's, it's their plan and stuff. I don't think it works. I mean, it does collapse into ruin. It will, it, some yeah. of them will make off like bandits, but the rest are, some, like, well, a lot of you are going to get killed. I think you're right. <laughs> I think and that sort of thing. Uh, so at uh, whatever uh, the Great Reset uh, unfolds, uh, yeah. what it does, it, it will work like World War One, where you change the maps and everything. Sure. And, I mean, that, and this I, is what's really worrying is that the Great Reset relies on, I mean, this whole thing about the coming financial collapse, that yeah. like the, the dollar is going to be wiped out. All the world currencies are going to be laid bare for what they are, which is completely worthless, imaginary, not even paper. Right. And that—that's—that's that's a prerequisite for the Great Reset. That's happening, yeah. and they're—they're they're making it happen. I mean, it's—it's it's unavoidable anyway. But they're making it yeah. happen on purpose. Mm. Make no mistake about that. When that—when that happens, when the entire system collapses, it's not an accident. It's and a then, prerequisite for Build Back Better. You've got to fucking destroy it first. And. uh how long can you keep the finger away from the nuke button? At some for some of these countries, maybe Putin. I don't know <laughs> anyone. It feels like they're not at the seat at the table. Yeah, you know, and that's what they can't. They can't control Nothing that. They think here. they can. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, they could because I mean, like in a lot of ways, you know the. Uh, the atomic bomb spared us. <laughs> I listened to it uh, quite a few. Assuming more they're real. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Do you know Daniel Ellsberg used to be a nuclear war planner before no, he I didn't leaked know about the this. Pentagon Papers? <laughs> yeah. Did he? Okay. Right. So I heard uh, Scott Hunter. Scott Horton did an hour interview with him. Oh, I've heard him ago. on that before. Yeah, I didn't know what yeah. I didn't know he was a nuclear war planner. Yeah, yeah, that's what his his gig was. Uh, oh. he, well, they got it all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he blew the whistle on it, right? Because the the U.S. war plan is because he he says basically you need according to Wellsberg. You need 200 nuclear missiles to have an effective deterrent because you, that's enough to completely fuck up the world anyway. But the, and even today, it's not as bad as it used to be in his day, but it, it's still the same effect. That Just the American nuclear war plan will kill 95% of people on Earth, even if nobody retaliates. Including Americans, base. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and also keep in mind that another thing—a a telltale sign. <laughs> exactly. Uh, another telltale sign of progressives is their obsession with population control. Oh and, God! Uh, well, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> a nuclear wipeout. Could, and they I mean, got their bunkers, a, so you know. This is the crazy thing: is why do they care about overpopulation even? Well, like, the smaller it is, the more you, the easier it is to control. You don't have, you know, uh, rebellions and stuff like that because they're mm. so small. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, <clears throat> you still need I, your slave I, class, but yeah, I still, I really, I, I guess that's a, a an angle on it. But I don't think they're worried about that anyway. I, I don't. I I think they. This whole. I think they have themselves convinced that it's more moral to wind down. As opposed to just outright kill all of us at once. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I <laughs> PJ Rourke wrote a thing about why are rich people into environmentalism, and his his conclusion was that it was because they're, you know, when you <clears throat> you start off as a regular guy and you want to have, I don't know, maybe a, a nice house and be and look after your mother or something, and then and then you get more and more money, and it comes to you know you you want your own private jet and you want your uh, maybe a helicopter and a and uh, a, an island or something or a big house on top of a hill, uh, and you eventually you get you, you started off as this kind of odd regular guy, but then you end up with a wall around your house uh, and armed security patrolling that wall, uh, and that's because once you've got that big house, that big castle on top of a hill and a, and a private jet and a big yacht and everything, you don't, there's nothing else that you could want that you haven't already got. Mm. So then that part of your brain just goes on to, right. Wait, what happens if I lose this? What if somebody, what if somebody comes and fucks my shit up? So then you got to go into security and then. Yeah. It's like Minji stingy from the fucking yeah, Blue album. Then, yeah. And then you start thinking, well, what if well all this shit I've got like it's using up a lot of uh, of Earth's finite resources you know like can't really have other people having all this stuff as well so it's like the environmental environmentalism is just it's like it's what you when you've got all the armed guards and security cameras and razor wire that you could your heart could desire it's the next level of security is keeping sure. everybody else down I think that's what it that's the psychological. 
Sure. I think that's a good psychological angle. On well, that's the whole point of taxes is to, is to disincentivize yeah. you from becoming another rich guy and having a say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they want to keep the club small. Yeah. You know? I mean, this is the thing that uh, I don't know if I've <clears throat> talked about it with you before, Doug, but uh, like the whole, because of this massive inflationary uh, modern money theory, modern monetary theory system that we, we've been living under since probably at least Woodrow Wilson. 2000. Yeah, well, since <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's got crazy lately. And it's, right, it's yeah. crazy to the it's point an overdrive. where I mean, Woodrow Wilson brought in the income tax, mm-hmm. but my point is another nice conservative talking point that you hear all the time is, oh, well, if if big corporations paid their taxes or if people didn't cheat on the system or, and blah blah blah, it'd all be all right, but. The taxes are, I don't understand why they even raise taxes at all unless because they're just printing the money anyway. They don't right. need the taxes. They don't yeah. need to tax. That anybody. is a tax is to print the money. Yes, exactly. So like paying your taxes doesn't do any harm or any good. It doesn't make any difference. All it does is punish you. It's it's literally just to punish your behavior. I well, think it keeps you trained. That yeah. too. And uh, and the only thing of real value it is labor, is your work and your time and whatnot that you're putting yeah. in. So that maintains some myth that there's actual uh, fortune to be had. It's the only thing uh, of any value that we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> it. Real that's it. Yeah. And the most yeah. of the stuff that we yeah. make is all stupid bullshit that doesn't that the fucking the 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 team the teammates don't need. Yeah. yeah. Although I will say the work I do, a lot of the, some of the teammates get their hands on. I wear, I make awards a lot of times for I like legitimately. Here's a little bit of a name drop, but I uh, I am the sole maker of um, of uh, like this one specific type of um, sign that hangs up in David Koch's um, art gallery that uh, honors his uh, exploits as a sailor. Right. <laughs> He's dead too, by the way. But I still make stuff for his art gallery. Right, <laughs> so go. that's like that's the truth you were saying, William. Like his his money is still working even after he's dead. So in that, oh, yeah. in, in that uh, it's twenty thirty. I own nothing, and I've never been happier. Article, yeah, they yeah. get they give the, uh, the they try to convince us that people like us will be allowed to live outside the city in the forest in, yeah. in crude shacks and, and fashion things, which is what they'll tell the people in the city happened to us. Yes. But we're, we're really, yeah. we really have been exterminated. Yeah. But that's, that's literally what you're doing now. You're living in a crude shack and, and making artisan things for the, for the rich. Yeah. The yeah. I know. Shout out to fucking diamond age. Uh, yeah. I didn't even get a pat on the head. Yeah. Uh, Doug, did you uh, did you read Snow Crash by any chance? Snow Crash? No, I didn't. Oh, you should read that. And then there's a second book uh, called uh, The Diamond Age, where um, the only labor that's that's needed anymore is like artisan, real paper and stuff. Yeah. yeah and it's like basically nano machines make all the like the disposable crap so like yeah, the, so all the true. the only labor that's that's worth anything anymore is like they literally have like a renaissance fair where people like make like oldie time like like blacksmith yeah. and shit and like that's their they're like literally the whole globe so- seeks their fucking labor and shit it's an interesting book I'll, i recommend it well after anyone. the collapse they'll be in high demand shout out uh, slister yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, I think like being a blacksmith or something would be a good trade to go into because yeah. that yeah. rich people are always going to have horses. That's true. That is true. Yeah. And they're the only people who've got them now. So basically, if you if you if you know how to look after right your in horses, the gypos, don't forget about the gyps. Yeah, they got horses. <laughs> they're the real ones. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I guess yeah. But, I mean, I, I think all of that is relevant to Woodrow Wilson, to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. I just I always refer to him like I said. He's the template for yeah. what came after him, and he's uh, the fall he, guy and, for the and whole I system. Mean, his presidency is vital to the progressive movement, yeah. and certainly in America. Yeah. And uh, it, if it hadn't gone that way, it would have gotten there eventually. But and it, it was. It but was that's vital. how it happened, you know, and under his stewardship. And it was also vital. It was vital that he be there, which is why he was there, in order yeah. to bring America back into the global empire. Yeah. I mean, because he like he argued all kind of arguments about World War One, but what what the United States had no business being in that uh, except to None. get at well, the get at the negotiation table, like Woodrow yeah, Wilson that said. That was it, you know. Yeah. And it's like now we'll be our own power and stuff. Now we you know we got to be at that seat. Yeah, that that guy who spoke at the Cato Institute, by the way, was so ba- the only other person I ever heard being as based as me and saying, yeah, well. The big problem was Great Britain got involved in the First yeah, World War. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what that's what really made it. <laughs> no, no, Britain was really upset about Belgium, so that's why yeah, they got obviously, it. Yeah, yeah, must true. defend Belgium. Yeah, obviously, yeah. but this whole thing that demonization. I mean, I, I've been the little media that filters its way through to me. The what they've been doing to Russia ever since 1990, whenever. Seven or something. Turning it into a, demonizing it, turning it into a pariah state and and all this is exactly what they've been doing. They they were doing that to Germany from 1901 onwards. And and it's just the same. It's exactly the same playbook. So it does strike me that they maybe do want a world war here. And maybe that is what's going to happen because this is, what's happening now is just like. We're kind of right on schedule here. We're like, we're splitting the difference between one and two in a hundred years, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly the same playbook that's good being. I mean, they are the ones saying Hitler's playbook, Hitler's playbook, Hitler's playbook, too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they make the argument about Hitler wanted the territory back. And is he, that's the same thing. Putin is that, well, yeah, but that's been going on for how long? (laughs) How many people make territorial complaints, claims they all do? Well, the interesting interesting thing here is that the eastern Ukraine, which is where all this shit kicked off, was all was the Crimea was part of the Ottoman Empire until 1780 something I think it was or might have even been before that when Russia took it over and so that whole Donbass and um, Ukraine uh, what they call it Crimea Crimea Crimean Peninsula and the Donbass was never part of Ukraine anyway it was all it was part of the Ottoman Empire and then it was part of Russia Okay, uh, and it only became part of Ukraine when um, what they call him uh, Gorbachev with an S. No, before that, sixties guy. Um, the guy who came after Stalin. The guy with the port uh, wine. Oh, stand. Khrushchev. 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 Nikita, yeah. Nikita Khrushchev in nineteen fifty, whatever. When uh, played Stalin by Steve Buscemi died. in Death of Stalin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Buscemi. He was great as him. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he gave it to Ukraine 
out of the fucking blue. Out of the just fucking to, blue. Yeah, just to just to gerrymander the vote in the Supreme Soviet, whatever you call it, because that changed the the political. Okay, so you're gerrymandering. Yeah, it was gerrymandering. Yeah, okay. It That's only became it part of. It only ever became part of Ukraine in 1950 something or other. And that was only because Khrushchev needed to gerrymander a vote. Yeah, uh, and so it's they. It's not that keep it's the Mensheviks back out of power. It, it really is part of Russia. Yeah, yeah. They because you can see Khrushchev's point of view. Well, it doesn't mean it's all. I'm in charge of all of it anyway. It doesn't make any difference whether it's. <laughs> I run the yeah. Soviet Union. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What did he care? <laughs> so I mean, it's. I'm not. I'm not in favor of anybody invading anywhere, but you know that yeah. the whole thing of oh, this is Ukraine, the Ukrainian territorial integrity is bullshit because it it's like as if you know as if we'd said uh, oh no, Wales was is actually Scotland now. If we said that in 1970, and they expect Welsh <laughs> people to believe that, it's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, like uh, Crimea, you got a port city and everything, so I understand it's important. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah. But then that's a good argument for Russia's take on uh, Crimea. But does it really expand to the rest of it? I mean, he had these uh, the breakaway provinces and whatnot, and it, it act like the the, the Ukraine Russian war just started. It really didn't. No, it's been, it's yeah. been ongoing for quite a few years now, and uh, so there's there's manipulation on both parts. I can see your point sure. about Russia being uh, uh, dumped on um, and all that. There's other interesting aspects of like I and, you know, like. And certainly in Red Army days, this would have been over in a day. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So Russia is just they keep the all oh, the Russian threat. And it's like, it's just, I mean, I, I have guess a counter in, to that in, though in because sales, they're not. I mean, I, yeah, unless this is some manipulation again for why it's dragging out so long. Yeah. I would and say that, that really um, the West, the the, I don't know <laughs> what the West, what the, the West is dying dying for Putin yeah. to go in there and fucking like really fuck some civilians up or whatever because that's yeah. just going to be fucking uh, what's it called genocide or what's it called uh, war crime porn war crimes, yeah, yeah, war yeah. crime porn for the fucking cat ladies <laughs> who are watching it like Star Wars and then that's going <laughs> to yeah. justify yeah. them that's going to justify a western response or whatever and the fact of the matter is the reason why I believe the reason why Putin's taking it slow and steady like this is because if he goes into Quick, there's gonna get they're gonna get sloppy and footage of that shit's gonna get out to the west and it's gonna be fucking yeah, yeah. nuclear curtains for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is that. That's another theory I've been hearing about it. Uh, like one scenario was that he used cyber warfare on Ukraine. Well, the problem with cyber warfare is you can't contain it to one location, so it could spread out to an Just actual. Just use the NATO correct country. nomenclature. It's called gay ops. <laughs> so the gay bomb that he uh, detonates on <laughs> on Ukraine spreads to Poland, and so then you know, and so then it opens it up. But one of the aspects was then is that we we basically uh, great resetters need a new crisis because COVID yeah, is they sizzled. need to back away from the COVID narrative. It, it, yeah, yeah, that's that's done, and so you gotta you you gotta have a new crisis, and so then you can have you can re and in, in, uh, instate uh, emergency powers and this sort of thing, and censorship, massive censorship. Yeah. Oh yeah. Internet I'll being blacked out for a couple of days comes back on, and it's all nothing but propaganda shit. And uh, sorry guys, you will not be allowed to have your podcasts anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that sort of thing. Well, at least I'll be able to sleep. 
midweek nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. The, the, For a uh, while. <laughs> yeah. I'll be nice and warm anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, going back to World War One though, it's, and it being the same playbook, the British cut the transatlantic communications cables and mm. patched in their own code center in somewhere in fucking England where so they received all the cables coming out of Germany that were destined for America and edited them and transmitted them forwards and nobody <laughs> knew this until 30 years after the war wow they, I didn't even know that yeah I didn't either <laughs> yeah so everything even what what Wilson was getting all came through the eternal Anglos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Grubby little, little soft hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, they, uh, uh, and the guy who ran it was a guy called Toynbee, who's. Oh, yeah. Well, you mentioned him before. Great granddaughter is in the in the fucking BBC now. Of course, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I by mean, the way, who came? Up, who came? Uh, who went instead of Woodrow Wilson to the uh, Treaty of Versailles? Edward Bernays. Re- yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow, now it all makes for full circle. <laughs> the whole thing is absolutely <laughs> the master. absolutely bonkers. But you see yeah, what, yeah. I'm sa- what I'm saying about how the parallels between now, because now the, the yeah, yeah, same yeah. thing. The state, the governments are all grabbing hold of. Like there's several Eastern European countries where they say it, the governments are saying if you say anything in support of Russia, you get three years jail. Yeah. <laughs> any any online uh, comments in favour of Russia will be investigated, and the commenter will be in prison for between one and three years. <laughs> yeah. And then meanwhile, meanwhile, fucking Twitter libtards are like, oh, my God, can you believe Putin's government sent people to the people's houses speaking out against the war in Ukraine? I mean, meanwhile, the, the literally the exact same thing happened in Canada to the trucker fucking people, yeah, the people yeah. posting online yeah. in support of the truckers or whatever. And they were all like, yes. <laughs> and the, the, the well, we like- had a, a guy who. Just happened to be there at January 6th. Uh, they destroyed this man. He committed suicide just a couple yeah. of days ago because they were going to yeah. send him to jail prison for I don't yeah. know how many years. I heard you know? about that. That's fucked up. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, I oh, think this guy, Putin locks up journalists. Say hi to, <laughs> say hi to fucking that? Julian Assange. Say hi to fucking, uh, what's his name? From our, the one who's supposed to been on our show, fucking Matt Christman. Yeah. 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 He's, he got. Wow. Was that Daniel Christman. Dan Christman's whatever the fuck yeah. his name is. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts out to him. I hope he's doing well in his case against the federal is, yeah. government. If you're listening, Dan, we love you. Come back we on the show you. anytime you like. Shut up. But you're hard to get hold of. Uh, for understandable <laughs> reasons. But anyway, Doug, what do you want to plug before we get out of here? We did enough. We gave the people what they're looking for. Well, first, I want to plug Zionism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is the Mr. Nelson show on RadioMisfits.com or wherever you get your podcast, uh, provided that's still available in the coming right, yeah. weeks. <laughs> in the day after the deluge. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Check in while you can. Uh, the Nelson ratings, which is me talking about crappy TV shows and movies. Uh uh, on YouTube and other uh, video platforms. And then uh, you can check out my comic book, Night Night, over at IndiePlanet.com. Hell yeah. So that's all good stuff. And, and you can follow me on Twitter uh, and other social media platforms as uh, at, at Mr. Nailson. 
Yeah, we've been studying Chris Chan and Sonichu, and I've, I've might, I'm starting to think I might start to get into comic books. Maybe. Okay. Because <laughs> Sonichu appealed to me. I'll have a look at Night. I like the radio version of it anyway. All right. Um, anyway, for us, uh, www.history. Anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Your Instagram, whatever. Did you say that? Sorry, I was. Oh, Instagram. Same thing. Uh, Mr. Nelson on Instagram, where you can see my photoshops and drawings and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, a dude. lot of photoshops from Compound Media and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Very good stuff. Always good stuff. And for us, www.historyhomos.com or wherever you find podcasts for the audio version, uh, we're on Odyssey and BitChute. Uh, and Rockfin, that's www.rockfin, that's R-O-K-F-I-N.com slash History Homos. Uh, and you will get this episode along with the other episodes with Doug um, and many, many others for free. But in addition, if you would like to pay a small fee, uh, you will get a weekly bonus episode. Um, and uh, and in addition to that, you will also get access to all the premium content for all the other creators on Rockfin. Um, so yeah. go do that. That's the best way to support us. Which, if you like us, you'll like plenty of the other stuff. That's true. Somewhere. You got uh, Jay Dyer. You got uh, Monica Perez, Whitney Webb, a bunch of uh, Q people. Uh, you got, oh, uh, Ryan Dawson just joined. Owen Benjamin's on there. I don't know if he's using it too much. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is over there, but I'm still waiting for his apology to me for stealing my meme. Uh, or stealing my <laughs> stealing a screenshotting my DM to him and using it as a post on Instagram and getting ten thousand likes and I had a podcast that would have been great to get a plug for you fucking asshole. Um, anyway, uh, regardless, uh, and other than oh t.me slash history almost chat, come talk to the other listeners of the show. They're wonderful, wonderful people over there. And uh, last but not least, uh, the shirts. Um, on the front is the logo. On the back is the Sacred Heart of Uncle Ted. $20 per shirt, $10 for shipping anywhere in the continental U.S. I fulfill all the shirts. So if anything happens to them in shipping, I will take care of you. Um, but either way, email me at uh, historyhomos at gmail.com with your size and address, and we'll figure it out from there. Um, die with dignity. William, what do you want to say to the people? I stand with Ukraine. Oh, there you so go. So brave. <laughs> Stunning. Stunning and brave. Later, homos. <laughs>